Hi, my name is Barry Manandi and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a very good evening, Zimbabwe. It is a Monday evening. It is a rainy, wet Monday. What's the weather like in your area? Certainly in Harare, it is raining. The rains have arrived, but we heard that uh, the government is saying... Don't plant just yet. This isn't an agricultural show, so we can't give you any more advice of that nature. What we can do is give you our opinion as to what took place over the weekend here on ZFM Sport. The team is here. Sean Tafirinika, our producer. We've got Alois Bunjira in the studio. My name is Barry Manandi. A slightly thinned out team, but still able to deliver. And you are an important component of it. So let us know what your thoughts are as to what took place over the weekend. 073 what can you look forward to on the show today on the home front? The Chevrons were saved by the rain. <laughs> As Quinton de Kock's blistering knock nearly handed South Africa victory, but rain played spoil sport in Hobart as both teams ended up sharing the points in their Super 12 ICC T20 World Cup opener. In the Castellaga Premier Soccer League, FC Platinum coach Norman Mapeza says he always believed his side could win the championship as the Platinum Miners secured their fourth title in a row after Dynamos and Chicken in dropped points before FC Platinum drew 2 all with Caps United yesterday at the National Sports Stadium. In Around the World in 60, we have updates from Auckland, Portland and Texas. Then it's time for our play of the day. Second half of the show is a Castle Lager World Football Report. Newcastle manager Eddie Howe is trying to stay level-headed after the Magpies claimed a statement 2-1 victory at Tottenham but admits the current squad can achieve special things as they moved into the Premier League's top four. Put some respect on that name, Eddie Howe. In Serie A, Napoli coach Luciano Spalletti did not fall into the trap of responding to Jose Mourinho's claims that the uh, Patanapeo uh, did not deserve to win as Napoli's seemingly unstoppable streak continued when Victor Osiman's late strike secured a 1-0 win at Roma, putting them at 11 victories in a row in all competitions. And what a strike it was indeed. In La Liga, Barcelona coach Xavi Hernandez says Usman Dembele could go on to achieve, quote, great things after he scored a goal and set up three others in their 4-0 victory over the Athletic Club. Hi, this is Benjamin Locke. I'm on the Zimbabwe Davis Cup team, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. All right, before we... Before we dive into our news about the Chevrons, uh, let's give you a local sports news roundup. Uh, starting with tennis, Zimbabwe's top young tennis players uh, fell short of completing a clean sweep and winning gold in the prestigious African Junior Championships, which concluded on Saturday in Mozambique as they came second. Uh, the team comprised Tanaka Mplanga, Emily George and Akila Kanye. Uh, elsewhere, Zimbabwe's top-ranked professional tennis player Benjamin Locke and his brother Kurt Courtney missed out on a first doubles title on the ATP Challenger Tour as they lost in the doubles final of the Ambato La Gran Ciudad ATP Challenger in Ecuador. And then handball news is next after coming second at the just-ended International Handball Federation Trophy Zone 6 tournament. Zimbabwe under-18 coach Alan Mandea says he is impressed by the improvement of his team. The youth side won three of the four matches they played in a round-robin format to win a silver medal. Zimbabwe only lost to eventual winner Zambia in their last match of the tournament, having overpowered Eswatini, Lesotho 
and Malawi in the other three games. So far, a game and weekend of nearly or near misses for Zimbabwean sport. Let's wrap it up with the boxing where South African based a former World Boxing Federation WBF Africa heavyweight champion two-time Elvis Moyers forced a three-year sabbatical due to lack of opponents is expected to come to an end after he signed a contract to fight American boxer Eddie Chambers. Known by his stage name Mulao Obama, Moyo signed the contract for a November fight in Johannesburg. Interesting that they call it a stage name. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. All right, let's dive into our T20 World Cup. Remember, we are in the Super 12 stage. Now, Chevron's were saved by rain as Quinton de Kock's blistering knock nearly handed South Africa victory. But rain played spoil sport in Hobart as both teams ended up sharing the points in their Super 12 ICC T20 World Cup opener. After persistent yet light rain reduced the game to nine overs aside, Zimbabwe made 79 for five with Wesley Madere smashing an unbeaten 35 off 18 balls. Quinton de Kock then smacked 23 off the first over of uh, the reply before a short delay a ball later uh, with South Africa uh, with South Africa target South Africa's target reduced to 64 off seven overs heavier rain returned as the match was de- declared a no result meaning that there was a share of the points one apiece Zimbabwe coach Dave Houghton says the conditions were unsafe to continue playing and the game should have been called off sooner Oh, look, I, I understand the need to try and get these games for the public and for everybody else and the, t- and the TV people watching. I understand the need for us to try and play in, in slightly inclement weather to try and get a result. But I thought um, we overstepped that mark in this game and I thought there was probably four or five overs we should have come off. Um, I don't think we should have even bowled a ball, to be fair. But um, the umpires are the guys making those decisions out in the middle and uh, they seem to think it was fit to play. And I disagree with them, but there's not much I can do off the field. Look, I, I thought the rain had got so heavy at one stage, it was ridiculous. I mean, it was, you know, for most of the afternoon, or most of the evening, night time, it was, it was misty sort of mizzle and stuff. But it got to the stage where we could actually hear it thumping on the rooftop in the dugout. And that's... To me, that's no longer mizzle and drizzle. That's time to get off the field. And, you know, the field was wet. It was wet when we started. It was wet when South Africa fielded. So there were difficult conditions for both sides. But it just got more and more wet as we bowled. And, uh, I mean, when your keeper's sliding, trying to move down the leg side, standing up to the spinners, it's too wet. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think the conditions were right to carry on playing. We, we weren't sure exactly what sort of weather we would get. So we were hoping we'd get our batting innings in before any rain arrived. And we felt we'd be better off if we had actually got a, a score on the board and uh, tried to defend it, which is always our preferred way of playing. I mean, it's, only, it's amazing. We've played four games here and three times we wanted to do different things and we'd lost the toss each time. And today, which we, we really didn't mind what we did, um, we ended up winning a toss and had to make a decision. And then the game suddenly gets curtailed before we face the ball. So it's just one of those things. Um, you know, there's lots of learning in a game like this for us. You know, we, I believe, even though we've, you know, had our status for a long time and we've been in a lot of um, competitions and a few World Cups and that, this side is starting to mature quite nicely and there's learning in every game for us. And, you know, we came out for that batting and we weren't calm, we weren't composed. You know, we, we swiped and swung and we ran badly between the wickets and it took a couple of youngsters at the end to show the rest of the guys how to remain calm and play well. I just think it is that ability to stay calm and play your best shots. I thought um, you know, watching Quinton play was, was a real lesson for our guys about how to stay calm and still be able to smack the ball around the place. I thought we thrashed at the ball too much up front and we didn't get anywhere near hitting them. So that's the biggest piece of learning for me today. Z. An interesting learning from Dave Houghton there talking about the fact that, uh, you know, we, we maybe rushed it a little bit. But in truth, when the, the ball is coming at you between 130, 150 clicks an hour, you are going to rush things because you're going to assume that it's going to get you before I do anything. So I think we've got a lot of learning to do when facing express pace 
uh, because we certainly struggled today. Yeah, we did. And that just comes down to batting talent. The approach should be mostly mental though. Where even though the bowler is, is bowling at 150, in the 150s like um, Andrik Nokia from, from South Africa, mm. you have to tell yourself to calm down yeah. and remember to play your, uh, your shots and to move your feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the direct opposite of that we witnessed when we saw South Africa come in and try to chase down the total that all they did, all like um, Quinton de Kock, he was just coming. Stand and deliver. Just slamming it. Slamming it all over the park. Mm. And maybe I think what played into it is the nine overs and wanting to set a competitive total. So the, right. the boys went swinging pretty early on, but I don't think that was the right approach. Set yourself in and then hit the ball towards the end of the nine overs. I think we could have gotten maybe around 90 or 100. What, what, what do you think of the setup of the batting lineup uh, that uh, Dave Harton sent out today? It was it was very much changed, and I, I suppose it was a, a function, as you quite rightly point out, of the of the sort of reduced number of overs when we when it went down to nine overs, a nine over game. Uh, you sort of had to rejig the pack, but. It still was the same problem. We didn't get a platform, and yeah. it only looks like I think Wesley Madevere has got the technique uh, to face the the quicks, uh, the proper the pro the express quicks. Yes. Um, and everyone else seemed to rush it, including Raza. Yeah. Um, perhaps a touch of arrogance. And what I was thinking was that with Wesley Madeira, I was thinking ah, maybe he should come down lower down the order he's not too powerful you won't be able to clear the rope but he was the one who was actually <laughs> clearing the rope yeah. and what he was simply doing was that he was using the pace of the bowlers because he was That's calm it. collected and he was just able to guide the ball into gaps and yeah. thus scoring runs and then you have the more experienced guys your Razas your Chakavas Irvines freely swinging and we lost so many wickets early on and uh, I, th- I thought he could have rejigged the order a little bit yeah. have guys who can clear the ropes come in early on Luke yeah. Jongwe Ryan Burl Ryan I expected Burl. Mm. to see them up there but it was the same order of Chakava Irvine yeah. then um, Raza Sean Williams and they didn't really de- 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 deliver and that's what I'm concerned about that no one has really put their hand up be, a, apart from Raza and Craig Irvine and yeah. Wesley Madeira at the top of that order. We right. need more contributions from the rest of that uh, top order. To set up a platform. Yeah. Uh, now with the ball, um, yeah, look, it wasn't it, it wasn't a very competitive total. Uh, we were facing some of the uh, best batsmen in the world. Uh, not the greatest, obviously, uh, yeah. but you know, this one, it wasn't, we weren't facing Kohli, uh, but Quinton de Kock is right up there. Um, so we wouldn't have expected much but I felt also our bowlers d- didn't put the ball into the right areas. Um, yes, the game became a little bit tricky when we had that light rain to begin with uh, yeah. and, and the umpires were trying to stay out as much as, 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 as they could. Uh, but there's more we could have done to at least give uh, the uh, opening back for South Africa something to think about. Yeah, and I, and, and I think... I think who was it? I think it was uh, Chatara mm. first over. Yeah, yeah, so it was yeah, a yeah. four, four, <laughs> four, and a six. Yeah. So when you're being clapped like that, I think the pressure gets to you, yeah. and you forget the basics. Just hit your line mm. and ball on the full. Yeah. And that's something that they were just lacking because the pressure was getting to them, and Quinton Dukok was simply had an was answer for everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So. Even I would have liked to see maybe Blessing Zarabani come in earlier on as well. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know why then the strike went to Ngarawa and then he, he only came in later on. So mm. I think those are some kinks we have to work out in our bowling unit as well. But at this level, it's it's, it's showing that there's a jump from playing group stage, the first round actually qualify the Super 12. Like <laughs> we are playing the elite of the elite now and they have to raise their level a little bit here. Yeah, yeah but I also think that the speed at which the, we throw that ball is is not fast enough. <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly speaking, you know when you look at it, 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 so, it seems so easy for yeah. for for Dikok. But well, uh, when I, then I attribute it, Barry, when I look at our our our, our cricketers, yeah. they are not athletic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, honestly speaking, you look at the South Africans, the the body build, body structure, the athleticism that they've got, ours are, are kind of like frail. Mm. We, we 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 it's it's part of the game. They're you need to be athletic. Yeah. You need to have muscle. Yeah. You need you, you need you need muscle for that. I'm talking. About about the speed yeah. it's not it's not about the technique the technique won't give you speed you need you need power yeah. in your hands yeah. but now if you don't have arms if you bulging arms bulging muscles you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna generate as, <laughs> as much power look at Ngidi yeah look at Rabada Rabada was a small boy just now he was yeah, two, yeah, three yeah. Years ago, he, was, out, yeah. he was a small small boy but look at him now yeah. and he, he throws Ngidi you, you, you look at the way he throws that ball mm-hmm. you know 
I think we we need to go that route as well. Well, you make you make as much as we want the technique, the skill. Yeah. We also need to work on the physical fitness yeah, you, aspect you, you, of you the make, game. You make you make a fine point, and it's something we've discussed before on the show. Whereby, uh, when you look at uh, the athleticism, I'm going to use the word you used of our um, our cricketers. Uh, it isn't at the level that you would expect mm. for a professional sports person. In fact, when you see the likes of uh, Ryan Burl, he's got a burly fan. <laughs> you know, he's cor- correctly named. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and others, okay? Uh, they they look a bit tubby. They look a bit uh, um, like they, they, they don't have the conditioning that yeah. may be required. Uh, so I think that there is some work that needs to be done on the S&C side. But I'm going to say a lot of it is also technique. So apart from technique, you, you yes, you can get the explosiveness from getting a bit, of, a bit more power, 100%. Uh, but I think even from a technique perspective, uh, someone like uh, Blessing Mazarabani is able to bring that ball down. But if you look at his 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 speeds, he's not hitting your regularly yeah, your one thirties. Yeah, yeah. uh, so so you need he, the speed. You need to have that express pace. So yeah. we on the domestic circuit are facing spin that's not quite spin. We're facing pace that's not, not quite, quite pace. pace. Yeah. That's why I think uh, Sean is then referring to that step up, that jump that then occurs mm-hmm. when we then now go into the Super 12 stage. This we're facing uh, supposedly right now yeah. the 12 best nations in world T20 cricket. So yeah. we have to be right up there. We have to perform at the highest level. And we got another test that's coming against Pakistan. Exactly. Now that's going to test us. That's going to test our, our technique yeah. in the field with the bat and with the ball. So we've got some serious work to do and hopefully Davey Howden uh, was able to pick no, up some, some We lessons. definitely got away with one because we were supposed to get hammered by South Africa. We are going to get hammered. To it, it was going to be a, a minimum nine, nine wicket uh, victory for, for, for South Africa. 0731 Don the Great has gotten in touch and Don the Great uh, says that he Isadza boy He reckons uh, that uh, the SNC work uh, won't work because Isadza Nembe. It's true though. Nembe, it's true. <laughs> Nembe from Fidelity. Alois should ke- uh, keep quiet about cricket. He says, no, 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 no. I think Alois is spot on about strength and conditioning. He's only a hater. Yeah, 100%. Buena and I come through for the chevrons. Hello, she came through. That's for sure yeah, because, because my we goodness, the rain. Uh, the rain saved us. I just, big I just want to mention one thing quickly, and I think it's about a professional and the approach to the game. Because I'm not going to name names, yeah. But we see these chevrons players out Kubawa, yeah, <laughs> all night <laughs> drinking. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you who they are, but uh-huh. I, I always get concerned. So saying, it's as well. Why are you? Why are you out here all night like you're a regular citizen? <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna you, put that out. You're there. playing for the country. So this one says there should never been uh, a ball bowled today in the SA Zim match. Umpires should have prioritized uh, the uh, players' safety. Uh, lessons to take from this game, though. That's Tonde. Uh, Tonde reckons that they shouldn't have been play at all. Uh, the tragedy. I think is that look there was an opportunity for a small window for us to play and, and I think they got a, as many overs as they could probably even more than they should have got out of that game the challenge I think Sean is that with uh, TV rights the way that they are yeah. uh, the World Cup competition in the manner and the format that it is they had to do everything to try and get eke out as much cricket as they could yeah because that has been the criticism that umpires don't do enough to make sure that we can get we can at least get some play happening and I think it's a minute of five overs if there's five mm. overs of action yeah there can be a result yeah and we play, um, South Africa only played three overs mm. so that's why we were lucky yeah. otherwise two overs more and there could have been a result and we would have lost this one we would have lost it uh, badly but uh, just to illustrate your point about the uh, the player safety Tonde uh, pace bowler Richard Ngarava he slipped and injured his thigh in his follow through um, and uh, that was uh, Zimbabwe opting to bowl only spin to protect uh, their seamers so very dangerous conditions uh, today and in truth it was lucky for us uh, but you can understand why the game was called off we get a point on the board and uh, it's an important point because we face Pakistan in our next Super 12 encounter that's on Thursday that's going to be a very very stern competition because Pakistan is uh, uh, seething from that loss to India and we'll talk about that just now however the group 2 standings look like this Bangladesh is in front with 
on two points. India's in second on two points. South Africa's in third on one point after that uh, uh, no result against Zimbabwe. And then Zimbabwe is uh, joint third uh, with South Africa also on one point. In a fifth position is Pakistan uh, yet to score. And then Netherlands at the bottom of group two yet to score as well. Your weekend results out of the T20 World Cup. Australia's title defence got off to a dreadful start with Aaron Finch's men tumbling uh, to a crushing 89-run defeat against a clinical New Zealand in Sydney. An emotional Virat Kohli, this is uh, India, uh, said he was lost for words after playing a match-winning innings in India's thrilling four-wicket victory over Pakistan. Mistakes by Pakistan, uh, Sean, but also, um, I think, uh, interesting application of the quote-unquote rules. Yeah, but you see, that's the thing. I, I, I don't know why we have to do deal with controversies where we don't see consistent application of rules. Yeah. And then sometimes from nowhere, and then there was there was the no ball and the extra hit, and you're thinking, <laughs> you guys really just want India okay, to win Okay, question. Yeah. Why were they allowed to run when the wicket was broken? That's what I didn't understand as well. They literally Albeit that it was to, a free hit. Yeah. But... The only way you can get out on a free hit is either by a stumping or a run out. Now, if the wicket is broken, how do you run the man out? I, I, I'm still baffled and it's a Monday. This game was played on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had time to think about it. Now, Ireland suffered a thumping nine-wicket defeat to Sri Lanka in the opening game of the Super 12 as Kusal Mendes uh, starred once again in Hobart. Uh, in other news, Sam Curran became the first England men's player to take a T20 international Pfeiffer as his side began their campaign with a five-wicket victory over Afghanistan in uh, Perth. Uh, Sam Curran of course with Zimbabwean roots. Uh, and then uh, finally Bangladesh got their campaign off to a winning start by registering a hard-fought nine-run victory over the Netherlands in Hobart. Uh, tomorrow's match is Australia taking on Sri Lanka. We're talking the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League straight after this. <laughs> ZFM stereo is untouchable. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyabunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. All right. All right, we're talking the top tier of domestic football. The FC Platinum coach Norman Mapeza says he always believed his side could win the championship as the Platinum Miners secured their fourth title in a row after Dynamo Zinchikin in drop points before FC Platinum drew 2 all with Caps United yesterday. Mapeza appeared to take a cheeky jibe at his critics, especially those in the media, for doubting his side's title credentials. Some of you guys, you, some of you are talking about that. But now some of you have changed the goalpost. You understand what I'm talking about? You have changed the goalpost now. Some of you are saying, ah, platinum, no, 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 no. But now, where we are, some of you are changing goalpost again. So I don't understand. So I, I, do, I need, do I need to comment about that? No. You know, This is never, never making noise of winning the championship. But it's, 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 it was work in progress. We were supposed to maybe to, to be where we are today, maybe after two years. But we kept on working, kept on working, kept on believing. That's, that's, that's where we are now today. It's like when, when, you're, when you're teaching a young kid how to play football. You must, must progress. These guys quickly progressed. It's not be that. I never coach a team to, to, to play number four, to play number five. I always try to coach a team to, 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 to be on the top of the log, to be number one. That's why, that's why I'm, I'm into coaching. We can be number seven, we can be number eight, but I always strive to, to, to win something at the end of the day. It's massive, massive achievement, massive achievement. Look, it was, it was a lot of hard work. For me, I always go to bed around 12 midnight. I plan. I want to know what the openings will be doing. I always looking for information, always looking for information. But now, you know, we can go home and, and rest. But it has been hard work. You know, the, from the executives, from us, the technical team, from the players and our supporters. I think they, they, we, 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 we have been so united. Both everybody knew where we were coming from. You know, and we, we, were, we, we were working without any pressure. This season, we didn't have any pressure at all. I think that is why we are here today, because we never had any pressure. Nobody told me that, coach, this is what we want to do. This is what we want from you this season. You have to finish on this position. No, nothing like that. Says, coach, you know, it's uh, a work in progress. Let's start with these youngsters and see what will happen coming of the season. But there was no target at all. But we worked like everybody, like most of you guys. We are surprised that now we have won the league. But like I said, it's always about pushing each other. 
Norman, my peers are there talking about the fact that nobody believed uh, some of him. Some of us in the media space doubted him. Uh, listen, I'll admit, uh, we certainly doubted, especially at the start of the season when they were having that horrendous start to the season. Probably their worst start in, in many, many years for FC Platinum. And it was as a result of uh, the res- reset button that they had pressed. Uh, but once they got and hit their straps, they did so with a plot. Yeah, of course. Uh, congratulations uh, to Norman uh, for the for the uh, successive championship. You know, it's it's it's, it's not it's not easy. Uh, like like you say, that it takes hard work. Yeah. And they really did work hard. You know, like you saying that the reset button. I, 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 I'm, I'm surprised that uh, that no can begrudge. Uh, the people that doubted him mm. at the beginning, you know, because people work with what is prevailing. Yeah, you know, they had a, 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 an indifferent start to the season. Sure, you know, they 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 didn't start well. You know, after the reset and everybody saw the senior players leaving, the youngsters coming in, people they didn't really know what was going to happen, how they gonna gel and everything. So people people had a reason to to doubt mm. what was happening because of the results and because of what what was happening. They never doubted the coach. Yeah. No, they, the people didn't doubt the coach. They doubted what was happening at the club. Yeah. And when things started clicking, people yes, people are people people can change their minds. Yes, people started seeing good. Ah, but guys, they are gelling. They are gelling faster. I actually, I'm also one of the people who thought that they gelled much faster than than we all thought. For sure, yeah. They actually did gel, mm. and we, we we started looking at a, at, a, at a team that can actually win. We we win things, and we we have always said that FC Platinum they are very dangerous in the second half of the season. Yeah, yeah. All these seasons, yeah. second half of the season, they hit consistency and they start. So we were saying that if the teams, these teams wanted to beat FC Platinum to this championship, this is the time. Yeah. In the first half of the season, when they were four times, they were, they were four, supposed. Yeah. To create, create a gap. Once they didn't open up a gap between themselves and FC Platinum, Bang, they, they set themselves up for defeat. I mean, look at it. The, the list is ridiculous, isn't it, Sean? When you look at uh, the departures from FC Platinum, Kelvin Madzongo, Madzongwe, Raman Kutsanzi, Rasaila Songani, Rafa Kawandera, Stan Lingala. Uh, many of those players, players who have featured at least once on the Soccer Star of the Year calendar, uh, all leaving FC Platinum. Who did he bring into the team to be regular? Tandwilenko Sengwenya, we didn't know that name. Oscar Bebe, we didn't know that. Agaizo Magaya, Kelvin Mangiza, and Panashi Timbanyoka. Those players were all new to everybody. So, yeah. in truth, you can understand why everyone was saying, well, let's see how this goes. Because at yeah. that stage, it was an experiment. But kudos to a coach who has a plan, coach yeah. who knows his methods, coach who knows his players, and is able to get the best out of them. True. And, and the thing is that with that new crop, it also then fit in well with some of the experience he has the, that were in there. Brian Banda, cool, calm, collected, yeah, always in the center of midfield. Yeah. And then you've got Gift Mgueti. Mm-hmm. And you've got Wallace Magalane yeah. who had a blinder this season. So they had the right components. But he had, he had also anticipated that this team could gel in maybe two years. Yes. That's what he'd given himself. Yes. So yeah. this all worked out earlier than expected. But I have to say, like I always pointed out, the falling away of Dynamos, the falling away of Chicken In yeah. is what I feel should be the bigger talking point because yeah. it really gave FC Platinum time to find their feet and go yeah, to win the title yeah, when yeah. this teams could have been blowing uh, other teams out the water and making a, a proper title race of it. So I'm a bit disappointed by, by Chicken In and Denamos, to be fair. Um, congratulations uh, to, to FC Platinum, but the competition around them was definitely weaker. Certainly congratulations to uh, FC Platinum. And, and I think the, the, the other thing that uh, comes in uh, almost to um, buttress the point uh, that Chicken In and Dynamos dropped the championship in inverted commas uh, is that the recruitment of both sides, particularly their dynamos, was 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 out of wanting to win the championship. You look at the foreigner legion that was brought into to, to dynamos or Fori, uh, Paga. Uh, you had Orotomo brought in. You you had uh, the likes of um, uh, what's his name from from AFC Platinum, Rafael Ralph Kaundera. Uh, those players were not brought in so dynamos could come second or third. They wanted to make a push for the championship. So in truth FC Platinum has done fantastically well but I'm, I agree with Sean um, there's a problem here that Dynamos and, and Chicken and failed to 
command a sustained title tilt. Yeah, Barry, I, I said it, I think, two weeks ago when yeah. I said Chicken Inn disappointed me. Yeah. You know, I said it straight up that I thought they were the ones that were in a good position to actually challenge uh, FC Platinum for this. Why? Because they had the better consistency as, time, as far as their playing squad yeah. is concerned. Whereas Dynamos, I never, to, honestly speaking, I didn't give Dynamos much of a, a chance. chance. They yeah. actually surprised me because you cannot uh, have a team, a new team, a complete new team in one season and you, you want to win the championship. Yeah, yeah. They brought almost like 15, 16 players, 15, yeah. 16 new players. Yeah. You, you don't. You don't, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't challenge for a championship with, with, a, with a team that is all new and everybody is coming. And senior players for that matter, yeah. <laughs> players that you don't coach, you, you give new ideas. Yeah. You, you, these are players that have got their own way of playing already and you're trying it was always going to be difficult so my problem now is with the play the, the, the clubs they could actually see that fc platinum is running away with this league maybe five games ago we could have all see what are they what are, what have they been doing for the 2023 season yeah, are yeah. they planning for the 2020 yeah. for me if i was a coach of one of these teams i would have thrown in the tower and already started planning for 2023 but then with the tra- whole the tra- scouting tra- team and everything looking for the players that we tra- want for the next season the tragedy is Alois that uh, uh, maybe Joey Antipas will be pretty confident that he'll be in the job uh, I think uh, Tundra Indiraya may not know whether he's going to be in the job uh, come next season so because, he might you, not don't, be because you don't give yourself a chance <laughs> because you don't show that you are planning for yeah. next season for if, you, if they see you've got a plan yeah. they were like okay but I have a plan guys yeah, let's, see, hey, let's see what the plan is All right. but if I don't have a plan yeah, nonetheless, yesterday's draw, I think that the story of yesterday will be captionated. Captionated uh, coming from the dead, in, in essence. Uh, they were 2 0 down against the defending champions, against a team that wanted to seal the championship. And I think that, uh, yes, to an extent, FC Platinum took their foot off the pedal, but uh, I think Caption United still came back into that game and got themselves a deserved point because the last sort of, I would say, 15 minutes belonged to Caption United, and hitherto uh, they were absolutely battered by FC Platinum. So FC Platinum. Uh, uh, failing to get the all three points coming to the capital, Capsulina getting a deserved draw there. Your results out of match day 31 uh, rentals nil all draw with chicken in Blyer City 1 0 winners over Dynamos on Saturday, which uh, meant that FC Platinum was ch- crown champions. And Gezi Platinum stars nil all draw with the Black Rhinos, while Wawa were beaten by ZPC Kariba 2 1. Yada 1-1 draw with uh, Cranbourne Bullets Highlanders 1-0 winners over Blyo Chiefs and Manika Diamonds 2-0 winners over Harare City Harare City certainly in peril and could actually go down Triangle 4-0 winners over Tenax and so uh, FC Platinum are champions with 68 points Dynamos are currently in second on 56 uh, they uh, take on Highlanders this weekend and then Ch- Chicken are in third on 56 points as well Highlanders is currently in fourth on 40 nine uh, points quick update uh, golden eagles were crowned access solution super eight uh, cup uh, champions after beating simba bora 2-0 in a befitting uh, finale at uh, to a riveting uh, northern region league season as the two best teams in the competition put the icing on the cake in an epic encounter at the ceremonial home of football rufaro stadium central defender ray uchena who was top um, uh, joint top goal scorer of the competition headed home a corner in the 75th minute before Aaron Zeka sealed the deal in the dying minutes of a lively encounter. You were both there. Alois, quick comment about the game on Saturday. Brilliant. Uh, brilliant performance from uh, Gordon, uh, Gordon Eagles, I should say, because they played constructive football. You know, uh, football that was very easy to the eye. You could actually enjoy, you know, the passing game, combination play, the defending, the pressing. You saw the second goal, mm-hmm. the way they pressed. And it was out of pressing. Yeah, yeah it was out of, uh, out of uh, strategic pressing. Yeah. You know, it was not haphazard. It was strategic pressing they got the ball they scored I, I, I enjoyed it I enjoyed the match I also enjoyed the the World Cup final mm. the World Cup final was very good well organised yeah. the only disappointment being the band playing while there was uh, <laughs> well, awards the awards <laughs> yeah awards <laughs> are still yeah. getting it because yeah. we want the commentary people want to take videos yeah. you want to hear yeah. now it's the Golden Arrow Golden Eagles uh, captain hosting the trophy yeah. this is now the goalkeeper you still want that commentary you still right. need right. those announcements but uh, the, bell, the band was already <laughs> belting some tunes initially there was, there, was, there was a biz- very bizarre moment where there was live game commentary over the PA system. 
I think somebody <laughs> never seen that said, listen, that's not how we do things. <laughs> yeah, and thankfully, they went quiet. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a bit of a struggle there. Tell us, you don't get for guys. 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 You don't get for but congratulations to Golden Eagles, a very proud chairman. I understand uh, the chairman was, was, was elated uh, as well as the entire <laughs> Oh, board. yeah. Chairman. <laughs> as well as the And uh, living up to their mantra of Gondari Shaya. Raga Shaya League, but Arizo Shaya everything. So managing to get uh, the cup there. A couple of quick updates uh, out of uh, Women's Rugby World Cup and the USA before we dive into the Casalaga World Football Report. I'm Jesse Creel, Springbok and Blue Bulls backline player. You are listening to ZFM Sports. Around the world in 60 seconds. International Sports News. All right, a couple of quick updates. We take off in Auckland, where New Zealand will face familiar opponents in Wales in the quarterfinals of the World Women's uh, Rugby World Cup after they routed Scotland 57-0 uh, to top Pool A. Portia Woodman and centre Sylvia Brunt uh, both scored a brace in a 10-try performance which showcased the Black Ferns attacking flair. In the rest of the results, Australia 13-7 over Wales. Italy beating Japan 21-8. Canada 29-14 victors over the United States of America in a derby. While in Pool C, France were too strong for Fiji 44-0. That one ended in then uh, England uh, upending South Africa 75-0. South Africa absolutely obliterated. In Portland, LeBron James missed a jump shot at the buzzers. buzzer um, as the LA Lakers losing start continued with defeat by the Portland Trailblazers. Damian Lillard Dropped 41 points for Portland in a 106-104 win. In the NFL, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers suffered another miserable Sunday as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Green Bay Packers lost to struggling teams with backup quarterbacks. Uh, Brady's Bucks were embarrassed 21-3 by the Carolina Panthers, while Rodgers' Packers lost 23-21 at the Washington Commanders. In Texas, Max Verstappen denied Lewis Hamilton his first win of Formula One season uh, with a late race clinching overtake in an exciting United States Grand Prix with the driver's world champion already clinched Verstappen. Uh, Verstappen's win captured the Constructors title for Red Bull. We'll talk about that and also the emotional uh, moment for Red Bull at the Texas Grand Prix uh, on tomorrow's show. Of course, uh, the Formula One report is brought to you by Zen Moko. Quick break and then we're diving into the World Football Report. The Castle Premier Soccer League. La Liga, Serie A, the English Premier League, the Bundesliga. It all comes together with the Castle on the Castle Lager World Football Report. Your Premier League weekend results, Nottingham Forest in uh, an interesting 1-0 victory over Liverpool. In fact, a shock result, uh, to be fair and honest. Uh, Everton, 3-0 winners over Crystal Palace, uh, while Manchester City did what Manchester City does, 3-1 winners over Brighton. Aston Villa, 4-0 winners over Brentford after firing Steven Gerrard. Uh, Leeds beaten at home, 3-2 by Fulham. Uh, Southampton, 1-0, 1-1. It was a 1-1 draw with Arsenal, uh, while Leicester City... uh, on the road of 4-0 winners over Wolves at Chelsea and Manchester United uh, playing out a, a one or a draw while Newcastle manager Eddie Howe is trying to stay level-headed after the Magpies claimed a statement 2-1 victory at Tottenham but admits the current squad can achieve special things as they move into the Premier League's top four. I said in the dressing room afterwards to the players I think you when you look think back to where we were last year here when we got beaten heavily it was a disappointing performance especially second half and then you fast forward to the the game we've just played he said there's been a lot of progress made and uh, full credit to all the the players involved today and I think it means to all of us are probably the same thing it, we take a, a great deal of pride in where we are at the moment but I'm more level because um, we know that the future can change so we have to be very consistent with what we're delivering. We're very pleased with where we are, but we want more. And it's my job to try and keep the, the group focused on, on uh, consistency ahead. Z. 
I've always liked Eddie Howe. Um, I think the the two English managers that are that are that I like are, first, of course, Graham Potter and uh, Eddie Howe. I think they play continental football, and you can see his fingerprint. You can see his uh, his DNA on their Newcastle side. The boys can play a bit. Yeah, they they can play. You know, uh, like I. Uh, they they play at high speed. Yes, that's what I like about Newcastle the most. The intensity is like they they're playing like Napoli. Yeah, uh, to yeah, be honest, they're yeah. playing like Napoli, and they've got the players for it because the players are very skillful. They are they very technical? You know, they run with the ball. Yes, but it's not chasing the ball. Mm. They run with it. You know, they can actually knock it around very quickly. And uh, uh, like you say, that he's playing direct football. Yeah. That that is what I like. What I like the most but about it's not Newcastle, direct English yeah. football. It's not. It's not yes. Um, no. No. Like it's not like down the channel no. you run across and you know it's not like that you know they're actually playing uh very very uh in, in enterprising and entertaining football like what i like about newcastle is when the new owners came in everybody thought that they were going to go for a big manager and splash money a, yeah. a big manager who is going to splash money and trying to to be like man city but guess what they didn't they went for eddie Howe. yeah just down to earth uh, kind of cool guy and then what did he do he didn't even sign any big names no he just stayed there his first the, signing was kieran trippier it, it, it was only trippier yeah. imagine trippier is the biggest signing <laughs> out of the rich yeah. the new the new rich club and they, they they kept on playing they kept faith with some of the players that they had and they, what changed is the style of play mm. they want to change the style of play and look at them now. and, it's, and it's, giving, right it's, now. it's yielding very rich dividends they're sitting in the top four listen we're not yeah. by any stretch saying that they'll finish in the top four mm. but what we it's are possible. saying is that league position doesn't lie and they are full value for being in that top four uh, and also beating a Tottenham side that's been touted certainly before the season began for the business they had done in the off-season as one of the title uh, one of those title dark horses let me let me put it that way and they were made to look very ordinary by this Newcastle very side. ordinary Newcastle playing away in mm. London completely dominating Tottenham Tottenham were, 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 we'll get to Conte soon but uh, <laughs> while we're still on Newcastle it's, it's the fact that they haven't like I said they haven't even added to the squad mm. yet mm. and you're, you're looking of the legs that they have in mid in midfield and they are forward with Joe Linton yeah. and Almiron who's looking like he's, he's a new signing he, by himself 100%. Bruno um, Grimmarish has yeah. been a revelation and they had that uh, now it's been maximum injured Mark you exactly and and he can come back anytime soon so they've got the narrow win with the, the narrow loss to Liverpool yeah. they drew against both Manchester sides and they've yeah. beaten Tottenham yeah. and last season remember they wiped the floor with Arsenal, Arsenal yeah. so if you take a look at this team the, the league it doesn't lie they're yeah. in the top four for a reason and I think they're a very scary proposition at the moment and it's surprising that they're also under the radar a little bit I don't, I don't think people are talking about Newcastle as much as they should be mm. because this is a very scary team a very good one as well a very good team that's uh, doing uh, great things and also uh, beating uh, Antonio Conte's Tottenham Hotspur is there pressure on him? Antonio Conte? I think so. Yeah. Yes, uh, like you say, that uh, the business ends, you know, uh, pre-season, you know, the business that they did, we thought that, you know what, they are going to be uh, one of the top contenders for the championship, but it doesn't look so. Yeah. You know, they might just be fighting for their lives to fight, to stay they're in not, the they're not, they're not playing. They're not playing the exciting football that we they're expected not. with the signings that they got when they got Perisic, they got Yves Bissouma, when they got uh, uh, the, the, the likes of uh, Kulisevsky, I know he joined yeah. before, you had uh, Betan you you've got you've got the legs in there to attack, but they're not. That's really what I want. I want to see attack. more bravery from Spurs because he removes Hobie, mm. and I'm um, forgetting the other player that he removes, and then he replaces them with with Skip Oliver Skip and uh, <laughs> and and Benton Co. So it's yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Sh- shouldn't you be? attacking more getting more front foot uh, uh, in terms of your attacking intent and it doesn't look like Antonio Conte wants to, uh, to do that but what we can tell you is that Arsenal is still t- sitting on top of the table albeit that they had a draw um, they now have a two point advantage over Manchester City in second who are sitting on 26 points uh, Tottenham is in third on 23 points hot on the heels of Tottenham is Newcastle with 21 points Chelsea is in fifth and Manchester United is in sixth uh, we 
won't even talk about the relegation side. Uh, tonight's match is West Ham versus Bournemouth, which should be very entertaining indeed. Let's go to Italy quickly. Uh, your key results, Juventus 4-0 winners over Empoli. AC Milan uh, beating Monza 4-1. Inter Milan 4-3 winners over Fiorentina and a 7-goal thriller. Lazio 2-0 winners over Atalanta. Napoli coach Luciano Spalletti uh, did not fall into the trap of responding Jose Mourinho's claims that the pattern of Bale, uh, did not deserve to win as Napoli's seemingly unstoppable streak continued with Victor Osimhen's late strike securing a 1-0 win at Roma putting them at 11 victories in a row in all competitions. Italian football pundit Gabriel Marcotti uh, says Napoli well worth their victory. Roma set out there. Mourinho had a, had a very clear uh, game plan. Uh, it was a game that, that was physical. Uh, Roma tried to hit on the, on the counter. Uh, and Napoli kind of played Roma's game. They said, okay, you want to go there, we're going to go, we're, we're going we're gonna to deal with it, we're going to counter it. Luciano Spalletti making the right moves. I thought it was uh, pretty huge after Mourinho had eliminated effectively La Boca by putting Pellegrini on him. Uh, Napoli just kept chipping away, chipping away. Uh, Osimhen missed one chance and then a tremendous goal for the second. And, you know, uh, he missed a chunk of the season uh, already, came back, scored a bunch of goals straight away. It's like he's never been away. And I think right now he's got to be one of the best center forwards uh, on the planet, frankly. Z. Chuck's Napoli can't be stopped. But listen, Roma nearly did. And this just shows you how good this Napoli side, because Victor Osimhen almost created that goal out of nothing. Yeah, you, 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 you would have thought that this game was heading for, for a draw. Mm. I think Jose Mourinho would have gone, gone, gone you know, with his shoulders high with a draw. Yes. Because for him, it was like a masterstroke. Yeah. He had defended well, because that team, this team is on fire, to be honest. And the, uh, I, th- I thought Roma defended well. Uh, like you say, the goal came from... It wasn't a chance. It was a ball. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't a chance. But uh, but uh, but it's off to to Napoli. You know, sometimes when you're in a row, you're in a row. Yeah. It, it just things happen uh, happen for you. And uh, this Napoli side is going to to shock a lot of people, even yeah. in the Champions League yeah. as well. But I look, I see them winning the Italian league. I don't see any team that is going to stop them right now in, they, they, in Italy. I don't see anybody. They're absolutely and and, and truth. Yes, you've got some big names in there in terms of uh, modern football. But when you look at them as a team, they're a unit. Yeah, they're a unit and they're so together. And like, the thing with, with Napoli is that the belief is now entrenched into the yeah. squad. Mm, yes. And yes. belief Something is a very important right. thing because they wouldn't have gotten this result um, last season, for example. No. And yet they got the 1-0 win. You, you get your 1-2 chances, you put them away. And I remember... Osime had uh, had had an easier chance he could have scored, and the yes, fact he that did, he yeah. then yeah. scored this one, yeah. and they can win like this, almost an identical angle. Actually, exactly. <laughs> it makes it, it makes them a very dangerous team, and uh, the unity that they have, I think, is one to look out for. And I know many people are waiting for them to fall off, but they're still racking up wins after wins. This is yeah. eleven wins in a row in all competitions. Yeah, don't don't look for them to fall off because I'm telling you, this squad is playing some phenomenal football. You want to enjoy your football, watch Napoli. Uh, you you'll fall in love straight away or fall in love again with the beautiful game uh, Napoli is on top of the league with 29 points in second uh, three points behind is AC Milan Lazio is in third uh, with 24 Atalanta is in fourth with uh, 24 Roma is in fifth and Udinese is beginning to go down the table possibly where they belong uh, is in sixth on 21 <laughs> wow. points and, uh, listen let's be honest the seven sisters govern uh, uh, Italian football uh, so Udinese is not one of the seven sisters they don't belong there uh, you can google seven sisters of Italian football if you like uh, tonight's match is Cremonense versus Sampdoria Sassuolo will be taking on Hellas Averone let's cross over to Spain boys uh, and uh, we've got key results out of Spain Mallorca 2-1 winners over Valencia um, Real Madrid 3-1 winners over Sevilla Atletico Madrid 2-1 winners at Real Betis and then Barcelona coach Xavi Hernandez says Usman Dembele uh, could go on to achieve great things after he scored a goal and set up three others in their 4-0 victory over the Athletic Club. I want to ask you, Alois, possibly an unpopular question. Rafinha, uh, does he have a place in that starting lineup? Because 
Barcelona looks more fluid when Usman Dembele is on the right. Yeah, I think uh, Rafinha is 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 on there because of his name, uh, reputation, where he's coming from. Mm. Uh, to be honest, but uh, uh, probably uh, Rabi- some, where he's coming from? From, from, from Leeds? Yeah, <laughs> he, from Brazil. Uh, there we go. Yes. Yeah, I think uh, it's more like he's going to be in the Brazil squad. Yeah. So we've got somebody in, but a Brazilian be, uh, the Brazil, Yes, but to, to be honest, I, I think that right now he's not. Uh, he's not. He's not playing to the best of. He is a better player. He is. Uh, yeah. To be honest, uh, but he's, he's a good player. He's not. He's not showing. He's not showing at the moment. And Barcelona are better off with Usman Dembele yeah. on, on the right, actually uh, on the right, and uh, he, he produces better. Mm. Like Mike said the other day as well. That you know what? When Usman Dembele is playing on the right, he is better off because he can cut inside. Yes. He, he loves cutting inside better. If he's playing on the left, he struggles to cut inside. Okay, no, he no, doesn't really yes, do it. Try and cross. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so so I, th- I, I think if they really want to look for good results, they should have Dembele. Now but I'm, we also I'm forgetting that he's acknowledging it. Dembele is ambidextrous. What? Yeah, he's, for, he's for two footed. Feet. <laughs> yeah, he's two footed. He's two footed. But when he's on the left, he, he, yes, he, he can easily cut, cut him. And, yeah. and that's yeah. the thing that he can also then go wide as well. And yeah. we saw it with the with the with the, with the, um, the, the hat trick of assists. Mm. I think what I now want for him is the consistency on that right hand field so that he yeah. can deliver consistency co- consistently because that is what he has struggled with because he's in and out of different positions and in and out of the squad. Um, yeah. So now Xavi needs to stick and know his first 11 even in midfield and, and we saw a change again friend kid Dion coming Dion. in midfield Javi um, pushed to the left wing yes so he and, needs to find and, his and, first and, 11 and that's the key that I think Xavi needs to decide on his starting 11 and I think that that will be the start of some consistency coming out of Barcelona alright that's all we have time for let's read some quick uh, cricket messages before we go uh, this one says hi guys if the bales have dropped before a run out uh, the fielder has to pull out a stump uh, with the ball in hand that's Faz in Goromonzi and I understand that on Twitter also Samangamad Labuta had also given us uh, that same uh, advice yes indeed and uh, in truth that uh, those three runs proving the difference uh, for India this one says what a match between India and Pakistan one of the best ever I have watched it was wow if you got time tonight go watch the highlights of that game if you didn't catch it it was absolutely a fantastic T20 cricket match alright we're back tomorrow so don't miss the show 5 after 6 for now may God wish you the best you that's my story and I'm sticking to it Manandi out It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madud, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.